Ladies, gents, and Westernites alike, you're listening to another selection from the Western Reviews podcast, covering movies from the Western Hemisphere, America in particular. Recently, the 94th edition of the Academy Awards went down, and <laughs> oh boy, that old Oscar Mayer is getting pretty old. And uh, there were quite a few highlights from the event, as well as some incident that uh, happened involving the star of the film that I'm reviewing today. Uh, he goes by the name of We All Smack? Oh! Something like that. I promise you all that I won't add my input to the Smackdown, as I already provided some thoughts in an Oscar-related discussion on another podcast a few weeks ago. And when I started planning out this review, this thing happened immediately afterwards. But if you may hear some sound effects during some low points or notes that I may mention with today's review, just know that somewhere I'd probably be getting pot for it by the man. Speaking of the Oscars, I took the time to watch a few nominated films that I was too busy to check out when they were first released. And boy did they take a while to view at various runtimes and storylines. On Letterboxd, this great platform to leave quick ratings and reviews for movies, I left a rating and review for the Oscar-winning film The Power of the Dog. And I've previously done reviews for nominated films such as Encanto and Don't Look Up. I mean, shoot, I even did one for Malignant, if you count the recently added popular film category, which it did not win, but I'm surprised it even made it there. People like that movie? Anyway, a review was on the way for the Best International Feature Film winner, Drive My Car, so stay tuned for that. But anyways, today's episode will take a look at the biopic surrounding the life of the father of two daughters and not your average ordinary pair of daughters. This title definitely spurred some debate in heaven from the late rock and roller Little Richard. I am the originator. I am the innovator. I am the emancipator. I'm hey, the hey, 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 Little Richard, Little Richard, hey, 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 this is not your movie. I shouldn't have gotten riled up. Anyways, this is King Richard. Some quick facts about the movie. Directed by Reynaldo Marcus Green and produced by Will Smith alongside White Brothers, Tim and Trevor, this film received several festival screenings before being officially released in theaters and on the HBO Max streaming service in November of last year. The film made nearly $40 million at the box office, over a $50 million budget, and since then, it's been critically acclaimed and has made a clean sweep of accolades for stars Will Smith, Anjanu Ellis, Sonia Sidney, and Demi Singleton. So this seems like an interesting biopic that's not about a musician for a change. Right now I'll play the trailer accompanying the film, and I'll be back with the review. Stay tuned. What's going on? Everybody okay? They got a call, said there was trouble in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you all need to look around. It's a little wet for practice, don't you think? Don't the girls have schoolwork to do? They do their homework. Tundi's first in her class. Lynn and Isha are too. Now I don't even mind you saying we hard on these kids. You know why? Because we are. That's our job, to keep them off these streets. You want to check on the kids? Let's check on the kids. We got future doctors and lawyers, plus a couple tennis stars in this house. The chances of achieving the kind of success that you're talking about is just very, very unlikely. OK, you're making a mistake, but I'm going to let you make it. Watch me hit a few balls. All right. So tell me your names again. I'm Venus. I'm Serena. So what'd you think? I wrote me a 78-page plan for their whole career before they was even born. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> These girls are so great, how come I've never heard of them? They're from Compton. 
It's okay. They're just not used to seeing good-looking peoples like us. She's nervous. Take a step up. Maybe she ought to take a few more steps up. Just get someplace safe. I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh, no, brother man. I got me the next, too. This next step you got to take. You're not going to just be representing you. You're going to be representing every little black girl on Earth. They're not going to let you doubt. How could you? This world ain't never had no respect for Richard Williams, but they're going to respect y'all. You walk out there with your head up. You are a champion, and the whole world knows it. The most dangerous creature on this whole earth. It's a woman who know how to think. Yes, Daddy. Ain't nothing she can't do. You gonna show them how dangerous you are? Venus and Serena gonna shake up this world. Venus Williams, who is your best friend? You, Daddy. Serena Williams, <laughs> who is your best friend? Venus. Then you. <laughs> then you. After Venus. And we're back. So here's a little plot rundown for this film. The story revolves around the Williams family, which birthed two daughters, Venus and Serena, who have been active forces in the tennis industry for nearly 30 years. Well, now obviously this film doesn't mainly focus on them, otherwise it would be called something like the Williams Queens or something. The primary character focus, however, is on Richard Williams, the duo's father and coach. Along with their mother and at the time Richard's wife, Oracine, aka Brandy, the family grapples with the ups and downs of building a steady career for the two girls, ranging from racial tensions to creative differences, mostly business related. But over time, they do become victorious in a grand way at the end. Now to break down my thoughts in two, I'll start with the plot and storyline. Personally, I regard this film King Richard, a safe biopic. What do I mean by that, you may ask? Well, to me, this means that this is a clean-cut biopic that, while discussing serious topics, doesn't get too gritty or edgy when it could or couldn't be at various points of this film. And that's a fine thing. The other reason it could be regarded as a safe biopic is because it's the traditional, formulaic, story arc setup that you see in the movies from time to time. Sometimes it shows the hardships and pains early on, then there's the progressions in the middle, and then at the end you have the final battle and the heavy climax. And this movie definitely delivers these aspects well. Growing up as a young guppy, I was aware of the Williams sisters' presence and how amazing their staying power in their field was. But to see it represented through how they came up, which was years before I was born, might I add, was a very interesting backstory, especially for someone who really doesn't have tennis as a top sport to play. I tried tennis years ago with an old school friend, and trust me, I did not have the coordination to be the next Williams player. But back to the film and onto the characters. A nice little roundup of cast members playing their parts in this story. Starting with young Venus and Serena in this film, portrayed by Sonia Sidney and Demi Singleton respectively, these young women were really good in this movie portraying the part of two tennis titans before they really blew up internationally. They also patched down the ambition that drove the Williams sisters to be the best in their court at all times. Anjadu Ellis was terrific as mother and coach Brandy, and there were two personal highlights I really dug involving her character in this film. 
One scene involved a serious conversation between Brandy and an irate next door neighbor who phones the police one day to investigate the family home, and another scene featuring a tense conversation between Brandy and Richard in the kitchen during one of their arguments. She really struck a moving chord with those scenes in particular so much that Richard never had to hit her with one of his quotes when confronting him. Love will make you do crazy things. An Oscar nomination well deserved. Then there's Big Willie himself playing King Richard. <laughs> oh, that's hot. That's hot. Finally, after a 30 year career playing a variety of characters, uh, let me check my notes here to see a list of some of many of these. Uh, let's see, he's played an alien hunter, a bad boy, a former army man of the Wild West, a marine alien fighter, a gay swindler, a golf player, a legendary boxer, an animated fish that oddly resembles his actor, a love doctor, a poor man, a rough and ragged superhero of sorts, a genie, a spy that turns into a bird, the literal devil, a man entangled on the red table, I can go on anyway, he finally gets his long overdue Academy Award. And honestly, he deserves it for this particular role because Mr. Smith really had me going through a roller coaster of emotions throughout this film experience. One minute I championed his spirit of getting things done right with his daughters, and another I'm easily irritated with certain actions and attitudes he puts on towards his family and business connections. I mean, Richard literally passes off one tennis coach named Paul Cohen, played by Tony Goldwyn, for another coach named Rick Flanders, I meant mean, Rick Meiji, played by John Bernthal, like toilet tissue. Speaking of, with the contrasting performances between the two coaches, I really like Burn. Speaking of, with the contrasting performances between the two coaches, I really like Bernthal's straight man portrayal of Meiji. And he definitely has the ability to put up with Richard's debacles better than the first coach did. Seeing Richard's ups and downs was wild to see in real time. From getting beat the crap up by gangs, to briefly leaving his clan of kids, not just Serena and Venus, but his stepdaughters, behind at a convenience store to his irritating, yet at times understandable business decisions, which usually ends in this one quote from Richard. Can we get a playback clip, please? He said, at your highest moment, be careful, that's when the devil comes for you. Huh. That quote seems very recent, I wonder why. Well, there is this one scene in the movie during a business meeting and Richard has asked a question from one of the businessmen. There's silence afterwards. Richard then stares at the businessman and just when you think he's just about to give him a piece of his mind, no, he just lets out a fart and leaves the table. This is the second film I've watched this season that is nominated for Best Picture Oscar. This is the second film I watched this season this is the second film that I watched this season that is nominated for a Best Picture Oscar that has a fart somewhere. The other being the film that actually took home the honor. And that one is Coda. Anyways, Smith and the whole cast bring in a bevy of emotions to this movie and make it enjoyable through the very end. One more thing that I'd like to mention before I close this tennis session is the musical inclusion of a new singer-songwriter who apparently goes by the name of Beyonce. Have you ever heard of her? Apparently she once went by the alter ego Sasha Fierce, is it? Anyways, her original song Be Alive perfectly complements the conclusion of this film with footage of the actual Williams sisters playing tennis as well as their real life father Richard speaking in interviews, making this an all around feel good montage. The song also got nominated for an Oscar. To wrap this film down into a western approved rating out of the four top ranks, Moorific or amazing, Y'all right, or okay, or just good. 
mad. Just imagine that being the son of a sheep. Meaning that is not great, but not bad, or flat out horrible. Terrible, irredeemable, bottom of the barrel garbage, take your pick. I'll give King Richard the Murific rating. Uh, 9 out of 10 in the miracle ratings. A biopic that takes you on a roller coaster of emotions is boosted by a string of terrific performances and slick production work. Now, only if it got down to dirty about Richard's other life, then we would have had something really gritty about the story going. Keep my wife's name out your mouth! I promise you, Willard, I won't go there. Anyways, go check it out if you enjoy biopics, especially sports biopics for that matter, or Will Smith movies. This concludes today's review for King Richard. To close things out for real, I have an announcement to make. Then I'll let you know where you can find the show and its socials. As for the announcement, I'm being a part of this major upcoming live stream event, which has become a series in itself, known as Indie Podcast Unite. The event will see various podcasters come together to talk all things podcast and just have some lighthearted fun discussion. Now, when will this event go down, you may ask? Sometime this coming May. Stay tuned for more information. If you're a podcaster listening to this episode who would like to perhaps be a part of this ongoing project and future endeavors, follow the show on Twitter at IndiePodsUnite. That is IndiePodsUnite. And as for my show, you can listen to past episodes wherever you may listen to podcasts. More to come down the road for that matter. If you want to follow the socials connected to the Western Reviews podcast, you can find me on Twitter via at reviews underscore Western and on Instagram via at Western Reviews Official. Do not hesitate to contact the show with your feedback or movie and TV suggestions that I should check out through my new email, which is at westernreviewspod at gmail.com. Once again, that is westernreviewspod at gmail.com. I hope you all enjoyed this episodic review. And you'll join me for yet another interesting review down the road. I wonder what's next. For now, this is the Western Wonder, signing out. Bye, have a great time. <laughs>